if you are not yet a part of our uh, super tracking Facebook group, then uh, make sure that you <laughs> join. <laughs> make sure that you join. We just crossed five thousand. 5,000 poor souls that are uh, having their data mined by Facebook. <laughs> Gosh, this is not going in. You take this out. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. Let me, I got to catch my breath. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Buzzcast. Hope your 2020 is going super well so far. Just a little teaser here. At the end of this episode, we're going to tell you about something really cool that we're coming out with. So make sure you stick around to the end. Are we're you teasing a teaser? I'm teasing <laughs> A teaser. I just want. It's a podcast. They could just skip there right now. Well, you know what? I'll even put a chapter marker. Go ahead. I'm just... that generous. If you really want to skip ahead, find the chapter marker. Go listen to the teaser. Come back here. Um, we got a couple cool conferences coming. Up. This is falling apart. Alvin, tell us about some conferences we're going to at the beginning of the year. I'm really not sure if this is actually making it in or if we're going to re-record this session. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to a bunch of conferences. First up, Podcast Movement Evolutions. It's all about what's changing in podcasting. And they're, you know, we've gone to Podcast Movement every year that it's been around. And they're doing a totally new um, style conference. So we're going to see what it's like. Seems pretty cool. I really like the ones that have a little bit more of like uh, distinguished tracks, which is what they're doing here. Uh, John is speaking. John is one of our programmers and he's talking about stat trends, um, in the podcasting industry. So he's going back through all of years and years of play data and trying to get uh, good information, telling people what trends we're seeing. Um, so come by and check that talk out. And that's, where is that, that conference? That is it's in LA, right? LA yep. and it's February 12th to the 16th. So um, if you need you need a fun place to take your uh, Valentine's date, take him to Podcast Movement Evolutions out in L.A. Well, that I just realized John and I are going to be each other's Valentine's <laughs> dates. We're, our <laughs> wives and kids are going to be back home in Florida, and we're going to be like, oh, great. What do we – we're not going to dinner tonight. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, all right. So second conference. Uh, Travis, this is you. You're going to Spark. Yes. Why don't you tell us what Spark is? So Spark is, uh, to my knowledge, the first Christian podcasters conference, and I'm going to be talking about analytics. So specifically how to take the stats that you can see in your dashboard and in all these other places like uh, the Spotify dashboard and Apple podcasts and things like that and actually figure out, okay, what is this saying about how my podcast is doing and how do I make informed decisions with it to help my podcast grow and do better? So that's what my talk's going to be about. Um, pretty pumped about it, actually. It's going to be a lot of fun. And one of the bus rock creators, Crystal Prophet, is also going to be at that conference. And oh, she's cool. speaking. And she is also speaking, yeah. I believe, on how to start a podcast. Yeah. So, which we're, that'll be great. We we have, uh, as as the internet does, you build relationships with people over the internet. And then it's like, oh, it's, it's great to meet you in person. This is wonderful. Put a face to a, a profile picture. Yeah. So what are the dates on Spark? Spark is February 21st to 22nd. And then we're getting right back to it. With one of our other conferences, I think we've gone every year to this one as well. PodFest is down in Orlando. Um, that is March 5th to the 8th. And I'll be speaking on podcast monetization, specifically for podcasts with less than 10,000 listeners. You are somebody who couldn't get a deal with MailChimp or something. Um, they're not super interested in talking to you until you've gotten hit a certain threshold. 
how can you monetize your podcast and it be meaningful, like a real amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll be talking about that at Podfest, and we are going to take a lot of Buzzsprout customers, all the Buzzsprout customers, um, every single Buzzsprout customer. (laughs) That's the goal. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to violate the, the fire. Chris, Chris, uh, would be thrilled if we brought all, I think that would be the largest podcast conference of all time, but, uh, we are not bringing everyone, but we will probably bring almost all the people who want to go. So if you're listening to this, uh, we'll send out an email yesterday in the past <laughs> yes we will yeah. have sent out an email yeah, yesterday. we're sending out an email tomorrow so to you yesterday and uh we're gonna put that email out and you can just fill out the information if you want to go to podfest because we bought a lot of tickets and we're excited to take you right so the important thing there is that everyone has to cover their own travel and accommodations while they're there but we will cover the ticket um, and the only thing that we ask is that you are a hundred percent confirmed that you are actually going to show up because we are out of pocket on the ticket, whether you actually show up or not. Yeah. So that's why we're going to ask you to confirm that you will actually be able to attend and you have a place to stay and then we'll cover the ticket. And what's really exciting is that we are, we're hoping to get a significant number of Buzzsprout customers to this event. Triple digits. Triple digits. Yes. hundred plus. And we want to do something fun for everybody in the Buzzsprout family. So we're thinking Thursday night, Thursday evening, probably somewhere between 5 and 9 p.m. We're trying to come up with some really fun Buzzsprout event that we can all get together and meet each other. Uh, hang out. At a minimum, hang out, but maybe more. Maybe we can come up with some fun games or, or a fun activity for all of us to do. Yeah. So if you want to meet the people that reply to your emails and design the product that you use, you'll get to. And it's it's always fun just to talk to other podcasters. I mean, I think that's the most fun. And yeah. most of the people who end up going are from the Southeast. So we're a lot of people from Florida and, you know, Georgia. And so it's kind of cool. You're like, oh, wow, there's podcasters nearby. And you can kind of connect and keep in touch with a lot of these people um, for the rest of the year. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are now involved in the Buzzsprout Facebook community and interact with each other all the time there. I think it'd be really fun to be able to... Um, you might chat with somebody all the time in the Facebook group, and now you're going to be able to actually meet them at a conference and hang out. So we want a special time just for the Buzzsprout family to be able to get together and hang out and meet everybody and connect faces with online profiles and podcasts and all that kind of stuff. I, f- I feel like Tom from MySpace right now. We're like, <laughs> oh, man, all these people just met because of our Facebook group. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the last one is traffic and conversion. So that's the end of March, the 31st to the 2nd of April. That's the 4th month. Um, and we're just running a recording booth. So everybody will be able to come by, record their podcast. We've been there now the last four years. And I think it's a really cool conference. Um, and it'll be fun to see everyone that's out in San Diego. And if you're there, come on by the booth and let's talk about podcasts. Yeah. If you haven't been to TNC before, it is a huge conference. It's really well run. It's not specifically podcasting, but I, Albert, am I right in saying they do have a podcasting track this year? Yeah. That's more podcasting focused, but it's also, it's just marketing in general. So, I mean, if you're doing things beyond podcasting and you'll be able to pick up a lot of great information on other things like, you know, email marketing, direct marketing, all the, basically anything marketing related. And now they also have all this amazing podcasting content on the podcasting track as well. Yeah. Going there for four years has actually been really illuminating to for me because I go and I see the marketing world as a whole. And people kind of know podcasting year one, year two, year three, it was a little bit more. And last year people were like, oh, Buzzsprout. Yeah, I use you guys. I know about Buzzsprout or I use one of your competitors. And I was shocked at how many more people 
used Buzzsprout or we're uh, writing podcasts for clients right. for actual businesses. And it was just really interesting to see the level of sophistication rise so much in one year. So I'm very excited to go back this year and uh, maybe it'll all fallen off a cliff. Everyone's like podcasting. That doesn't work. And we're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I imagine it will be it's much be the larger opposite. for sure. Yeah. Podcasting is exploding. Awesome. And we'll be at more conferences throughout the year, but those are kind of the ones on the near horizon. Um, so if you're looking for a way to kind of grow your craft and, and network with other podcasters and learn from some of the industry experts, all these conferences are great, great investments, long-term investments for you and for just becoming a better podcaster. All right. So if you're listening to this, you are not listening to it on Spotify because this podcast is no longer on Spotify. Um, it, it just, I don't, I don't know, Kevin, I don't even, I don't, what is, what is life anymore? <laughs> That's a heck of an intro. You know, like, okay. So we pulled our, our stuff from Spotify cause you know, they were doing some fishy stuff, throwing ads around podcasts and we're like, we don't want to be a part of that. And then, oh no, originally it wasn't really about that. It was mostly about the, the, the past re, three, the stuff? rehosting. Yeah. Yeah. And the uncertainty about whether they, what they were going to do about advertising uh, especially for people who weren't like on their premium, where they're going to be putting ads in between podcasts and right. yada, yada, yada. So with that uncertainty, uh, still a big question mark around a lot of that stuff. We said, Hey, we're not going to jump when we launch these shows. We're not going to throw them into the Spotify directory. Then Spotify comes back and they say, Hey, here's, you know, through some conversation, here's another option. We won't rehost content. We'll go ahead and play by the same set of rules that everybody else does. And we will enable this thing called pass through, which, you know, actually, Let's the files be served from there, the hosting provider of the podcaster's choice. Great. We enable that. We jump through all the hoops to, to get that working for the entire Buzzsprout network. Now we're listed in Spotify. And then here we are three or four weeks later, two, <laughs> it seems two like episodes yesterday. later. One episode later. I think it was, wasn't it like one, yeah, maybe two? Not, not uh. long. And they come out uh, right on the heels of CES, this big announcement that they have enabled all this new ad tracking technology within the Spotify ecosystem, specifically around podcasts. It's stuff that they've been doing in the music world for a long time. Uh, but now they're, they're moving it all into the podcasting world and it's, it's tracking, it's targeting ads based on demographic information on your listeners and uh, listening habits. I mean, all the way down to, I think their press release said something about like, we can even determine the mood of your listener and serve them the appropriate ad and it's like, that's, that's just not in line with the values of Buzzsprout. We, we value privacy way too much. And, uh, like, and, and we really feel like the idea of targeting an ad in podcasting in and of itself is, is not terrible. It's when you start getting into using people's personal information to, to make ads more targeted to them that we feel like it crosses the line between targeting based on interest. And now you're using information that you know about me to manipulate my purchasing decisions. So, you know, because I'm feeling, you know, it's the new year and everyone's on these diets or whatever, and I'm listening to sad melancholy music and you feel like I might feel a little down on myself. You're going to now target an ad about, you know, Peloton or something to help me get in shape. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to end up buying this $2,500 bike and subscribing to a in the background. There's this algorithm. It's like, you've listened yeah. to Bon Iver for like 12 hours straight. Like, yeah. Hey, what about antidepressant pills? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're like, well, how did I know? I just got broken up with. Right. And it just, it crosses the line between like someone's listening to a show about technology. So they're interested in technology stuff. Let's, you know, run an ad for a new smartphone. 
And now it crosses into here's a here's a way that we can manip- manipulate this person kind of based on their mood or something like that. It just feels creepy. It feels bad. We don't think it's in line with what's best for a healthy podcasting ecosystem. It feels more in line with what Facebook and Google and stuff have had to do as we move away from intent-based searches and intent-based searches and the, the targeting capabilities there because you're searching for something specific. And now we have to get into, we have to know a ton about you and all, again, all the way down to your mood or your uh, level of education or household income or number of children you have. And, and once it crosses that line, gosh, we don't want to see that stuff infiltrate podcasting. So we can't support it. Now that said, everyone has their own choice to do what they want with their show. So we're not pulling out the functionality, of course, to be able to submit to Spotify through Buzzsprout. It's your show. And we've always believed that, and you can do what you want with your show. But for us, um, it just doesn't feel right to push our content there. Yeah. And as I was reading through the, the kind of press release of like, look how amazing this is. So this is on Spotify for brands.com. This is their website. Um, and they say, uh, Spotify podcast ads offer the intimacy and quality of traditional podcast ads with the precision and transparency of modern day digital marketing. Uh, the intimacy of someone wink, looking wink. through your window. <laughs> 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 um, and so, so yeah. And so what was interesting though, is like, as I kept reading, uh, you can definitely tell this is written for marketing agencies. Like that is their target market for this is people with money that they're trying to spend. And they're like, we are the place to spend it. Um, but what's funny is when they talk about like, these are the benefits of using Spotify ads, like they're not actually benefits. If you consider that these capabilities already exist in the podcasting ecosystem, if you know what you're doing. So like one is reach the audience you want to reach, right? So, Hey, you know who your customers are, you know, who likes your products. And so we'll give you all this data so you can only send your ad to them. But the great thing about podcasting is people self-select into these groups based on the podcast they listen to. Yeah, well, based on their interests, for sure. But the the more uh, granular you can get with your targeting, the more valuable those ads become. And again, because it, 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 it we cross the line between I'm just giving you an offer that you may be interested in based on kind of what you're listening to, what you've self-selected into, and making you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, and now I'm making you an offer based on information that I know about you that you didn't necessarily know I knew that about you. And that to, in my mind is is manipulation. Now you can say, I mean, of course there's an argument to say well any sort of advertising is manipulation at some level and that is absolutely true. But we all have to decide for ourselves how far is too far. Like and I and I feel like we've all had those experiences where we've been on Facebook or you know, we've been talking in our kitchen about something and we've got one of these listening dinguses in our kitchen or something. And then all of a sudden we go on Facebook and we see an ad for just what we were talking about in our kitchen. And we're like, is this thing listening to me? Right. There, there's definitely a line yeah. and it's different for everybody. Um, but Buzzsprout's position is that podcasting doesn't have a lot of this in, in the space right now. Right. It, podcasting doesn't feel creepy. And right. I, I I don't want it to. And so I don't want to put our shows, our content that we're creating in an environment where people are trying to move it into more and more of that creepy space. Yeah. 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 Well, and then some of the other bullet points are like deliver your ads with confidence. Like we'll be able to tell you if and when they listen to the ad. It's like, well, but if you look at data, 
most people listen to almost all the podcast episode every time. And so it's not like only 20% of people heard your ad, even though it got a thousand plays. It's like, no, 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 probably like 920 people heard your ad if it was at the end. So at the beginning, like a thousand people did. Yeah. Right. There, I mean, there's no doubt though, Travis, I mean, Spotify understands the audience of who they're selling yeah. to. So there's, they're creating a product for advertisers to get advertisers to spell a lot, spend a lot of money on their platform. And when your audience is advertisers or brands or marketing agencies, the more information you can give about the people who are hearing the ads, the more targeted you can make those ads, the more um, confirmation data that you can provide around that people actually listen to something um, instead of skipped over it, or even like at the level of controlling the ability for people to skip over content or not, um, the more you can charge for all of that stuff. Yeah. And Spotify is, has said that they're going to be putting these ads in all podcasts. Well, they're starting with their own exclusive content, but they offer the ability. They, they want to move in the direction of offering the ability for anybody to put these ads in any podcast, not just their exclusive shows, although that's not happening yet. And it's, it's gonna, they're going to be serving the ads regardless of whether you're a Spotify premium customer or not. And so a lot of people are saying, well, this doesn't affect me because I'm Spotify premium. Well, it actually does affect you for sure. And, um, whether you you hear ads in the podcast you listen to or not, they're still collecting listener data on you. So they're still building profiles of individuals so that whenever they enable this stuff for the shows that you listen to, uh, they have the information they need to be able to target. And again, in my words, manipulate your purchasing decisions. Yeah. One of the things you said earlier was the, where people kind of feel like their phone is listening to them. And I think that I don't believe that is happening. We don't really have evidence for it, but what is, it actually is maybe creepier than that, that if you would understand it, if it looked at your phone, if it was actually one listening and going, Oh, target that ad. But it's more creepy than that, that you aren't having these conversations in a way that it can hear you, but everything else that you're doing in your life leads them to the conclusion. You're the kind of person who's in the market for cat food right now. And it's so well-timed and it's so well done and it's based off of thousands of data points that we do not understand that are being collected. And so much of tech right now is just hoovering up all of this data in the hopes that not just it'll be great ads now, but it'll be even better ads in the future and greater models of what kind of person you are and what kind of person you will become. And one of the cool, one of the places, like one of the only spots on the web that you don't have to have that happen I mean, libraries and uh, podcasts. So, you know, stay out of our libraries and stay out of our podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So how does this affect our podcasters? And I, and I think the question for the podcasters is Spotify is not um, pushing ads into your, your podcast content if you have it listed on Spotify right now. And they're not even offering the ability for you to opt in to get ads. But what we should be aware of right now is that Spotify is collecting information and building profiles uh, around the listeners who are listening to our shows through Spotify. And so that is the reason that we've decided to pull our shows is because uh, out of an abundance of caution for anybody who decides to listen to our show, if they were listening to it on Spotify, they might not be aware of, of Spotify is tracking your listening information and they're tracking it specifically, not just to give pass the information back to us as the creators of the content so that we can improve our content. Although they do do some of that, they're also building it for their own benefit of being able to create profiles of our listeners so that they can target ads 
to those listeners, whether it be on our shows or their own exclusive shows. And so, yeah, well, and, and like you brought up an interesting point, not even just the opt-in of the listener side, but the opt-in of the podcaster side, like it would not surprise me if their new terms and conditions, when they refresh it says you're also giving us the ability to run ads on and around your podcast as a requirement for being listed in Spotify. Like we won't list you unless you sign off that we can do this. And then what are the odds that they're going to share that revenue with podcasters? Yeah. I'm, I'm skeptical. So, so I think it's sad and it's, it seems as though it's been a very strategic and, um, like another, you know, they are slowly but steadily building their influence in the podcasting space. So they're getting more and more people who are listening to podcasts through their app and the more uh, traction they get in the space, the more they can exert their influence and authority and control over podcasters. And so it, I mean, it's, it's tough right now. Not for us so much because we've been in and out of Spotify so much. We haven't built a big listenership in Spotify, but if somebody has been in Spotify, you know, since uh, Spotify launched their podcast director, you might get, you know, 20, 30% of your plays through Spotify. So that's a really tough pill to swallow. Yeah. If you say, Hey, you know, from an ethics perspective, I agree with like the same stance that Buzzsprout has taken and I want to remove my show, but you have to now you're, you're potentially giving up 20 to 30% of your audience to be able to make this uh, principled stand. Yeah. And, and that feels even worse because it's almost like Spotify has, has laid the game out and, and had been playing the long game here of they have had targeting tech and, and all this stuff built into their platform for years because it's all part of their music streaming service. Um, so it's not like they couldn't have implemented it day one, but it's almost like they intentionally saw like, Hey, well, we have to become significant in the space before we can start, you know, putting the stuff in that could be objectionable. So let's make sure we're getting, you know, 20 to 30% or more of the listening audience of, of, uh, the general podcast listening audience overall, before we start pushing our ad targeting tech, because some people are going to object to that, but we're going to make it harder for them to remove because now you've become dependent upon us. Well, it's only going to get worse that kind of is a good transition yeah. into some of the new news that's coming out about how popular Spotify really is when it comes to podcast consumption. Yeah. There's been a handful of articles um, or kind of citations in pod news the past few days about Spotify is the largest podcast directory. There's more people listening to podcasts on Spotify than anywhere else. And um, different like surveys that are done, they keep fine. You know, it's been two or three different results that have come out that way. Um, but that's not our data. Um, we see a significantly lower, you know, Apple podcast is still dominant over half of listens last year. We're on Apple podcast, just the app. Then you add in, um, watches, you add in iTunes, it gets even larger. Now Spotify is significant. It was something like 25%. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we get exact numbers in the last episode. So it's interesting to hear you know, I'm wondering if maybe some other countries Spotify is much larger, but it has definitely grown a lot, which like Kevin's saying, um, if you're concerned about the privacy stuff, it gets harder and harder the longer you've been there to leave. Um, you may have a very strong, I mean, in some way, I feel like we're stuck in this with Facebook. Like we have this cool Facebook community and all the time I feel like a little bit, I don't love logging in and going and working on the community and talking to people because I just don't love Facebook. Right. And, but it becomes harder and harder to leave the longer you've invested in something. 
Right. Now the other side That's of that relationship coin advice too. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the other side of that coin is there are a lot of people who have written in uh, to us on support and said, Hey, I love the idea of what you're doing in your Facebook community and connecting with other podcasters and be able to share ideas and all the benefits of that. But I'm not going to be on Facebook. Like, there, there've been too many privacy violations and I'm not comfortable having a Facebook account. So it's unfortunate they can't interact with you in that way. And so, and we totally agree with that. Now, why, why take the principal stand in podcasting and, but we run a Facebook group that seems right. Like two faced for sure. And we understand that. Um, but in a lot of ways, we all agree that man, the, the privacy ship has kind of sailed in the most of the web, right? Like there have been massive privacy violations, not just through Facebook, but uh, a, a splattering of companies all over the place. And so we don't feel like there's such, there's this amazing opportunity to preserve something that is still pure. And in, in podcasting, I think we have that. I think there's, there's not a lot of this tracking, especially on the listener side. There's not personally identifiable information being used to target ads and stuff, but it's, it's, people are trying to push it in. And so that's why we're really big on protecting it in the podcasting space. But we do also have the same concerns on the web overall. And so it is something that we're thinking about is that we have a thriving uh, podcast community group for Buzzsprout customers and it lives in Facebook. And this is not a healthy <laughs> environment to be able to, uh, it doesn't reflect the values of Buzzsprout. It doesn't reflect the values of the majority of our podcasters probably. So is there a way that we can facilitate a community that doesn't live inside of a system that uh, thrives or benefits from sucking as much personal information out of people as possible? And so we're exploring those ideas. We may set up a Slack channel. We may, um, there's other community like type software that, that we might explore. Um, but right now we're kind of stuck with the tools that are available and, and the biggest and easiest one for most people to opt into was, was just Facebook. Which is why it feels like it's important right now to make sure our podcasts aren't in Spotify because we would, if, if two years from now, 70% of our listeners were on Spotify listening to this podcast. Right. Then your hands are tied. Yeah. Then you don't really. And that's like what's you happened with YouTube. Like right now, if you want to start a video channel. You, it's it's real. It's like almost impossible to do it in any other platform except YouTube. There are some other video platforms available, like Vimeo and uh, what's the other one? That, Wistia. Wistia. Yeah. yeah. So there are other places to publish video content, but, but not with the social but, aspect. Yeah. No one's going to discover it. No one's going to find it. And so, like YouTube has kind of won that battle. The ship has sailed there. Facebook has kind of won like the online community battle. It, at least for now. Um, and so it's really hard to find an alternative that is, is effective in any way. We don't want Spotify to do that same thing in podcasting. Podcasting is too great. And it's like the last remaining refuge of privacy. That's like on in this world of connected things. Um, so we're out. I encourage all of our listeners to think about it from your perspective, make the right decision for your show. Um, but hey, if you join us, if you're saying that makes sense to me, that message resonates with me, um, hit us up on you know Twitter or drop us an email uh, and let us know. Maybe we can, I don't know, get a page together of the people who are standing <laughs> against this or something like that. So I thought there was a one really interesting interaction I had on Twitter this week about podcasting, and I kind of wanted to you know get your guys' feelings on it. Um, Will Williams, who's written on our blog before and a friend of the pod, um, she wrote, and she's like a podcast journalist and critic. Um, she wrote, 
If you want to make a podcast as a fun hobby with your friends and not make money or make art or be famous, I support you wholeheartedly and want you to have so much joy. But then it's illegal for you to get mad at me, a journalist and critic, when I don't care about it. And it's this whole thread of like, apparently people will reach out and are like, oh my gosh, please review my pod. You know, it's like me and two dudes in my basement. And we're like talking about Dungeons and Dragons. And she's like, okay, well, I'm not into this. I don't think you guys are super interesting. And like the sound quality is actually subpar. And people are like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing this as a hobby. And you're the jerk actually. (laughs) (laughs) And like, so it's just a thread of that and people kind of discussing it. Um, And I kind of was, you know, I was like, I agreed with it. And I was trying to think through my thoughts on, you know, this area. And I kind of came to the conclusion, maybe is it okay if I read my response? You're allowed. Yeah. All right. This is uh this segment is called Alvin reading Twitter replies. <laughs> um, the joy of podcasting is you don't have to care what critics think. You just have to find 200 people who are into the same niche thing that you like talking about. If the target market is 200 people, then it's going to be mind numbingly boring to 99.99% of people by definition. If this is your podcast, don't spend time reaching out to influencers or critics chances are they're going to be bored and not like your show. If you're trying to talk to people who are complimentative of your podcast, the best way to do that is by putting out a great show and then asking your listeners to leave reviews. And I really, what I love so much about podcasting is like, you don't have to appeal to everybody and you just have to make your show about what you want. And even if you're just doing, talking about your own thing with, couple people who no one's super charismatic like this show then like (laughs) then you you can get 200 listeners you can get 600 listeners people will like listening to your podcast as long as you're enthusiastic about the thing you're into and you don't have to try to impress people who aren't going to be into this podcast well let's take a quick poll here so how many of we all listen to too many podcasts how many of us have decided to subscribe to a podcast because it won an award show of hands let no, me say, no hands went oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, we know, we know this medium really well. <laughs> wow, so you guys could see the results in the room, and they're staggering. Let's move on to the next well, topic. Let's, let's think about well, it so, this way. I so mean, the point, the point being that winning an award, appealing to a critic, it's it's like it's it's like Rotten Tomatoes. You have the the Rotten Tomato score, and then you have the audience score, right? And it's yeah. like they're looking for different things. When a movie critic goes to a movie, they're looking for something that's going to be different or edgy yeah. or like controversial, that's when it's going to get a positive rating from there. Right. And the audience is like, I want to go and I'm going to be entertained. Right. And if I am, then I'll give it a positive score. And so you can see like these vastly different scores on movies. Where and also like, what's the, cr- the critic is going to write like, Will Williams is going to write about you in Polygon or something. It'd be like, here's a great new show. Here's exactly what they're doing. They're doing these really interesting new things and they're going into a totally new space. Let me talk about that. And, but most podcasts are like the equivalent of like a YouTube channel, which is just like really, really focused talking about something, you know, Hey, I'm talking about running sales and inside sales at the, at a pharmaceutical company or something like something so focused that most people are going to go. I have no interest in that. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Like I think about it like this. Um, most people who know me on a personal level know I don't know exactly what I do, but they know I do something in the podcasting space. And so I get this question all the time of, hey, I know you're really into podcasts. 
what podcast should I be listening to? What are the hot new shows? And I think it's, they expect, and you would expect, I mean, it sounds logical. Like I should be able to rattle off 10 or 15 new podcasts that, that might be of interest to them. Right. But I never can. I find myself thinking through all the podcasts that I'm listening to right now. And then what I know about this person in front of me and well, I love this show, but they're not going to be interested in that. And I love this show, but they're not going to be interested in that. And I just found this one, but that doesn't apply to them. Like it's, it's a, it's, it's crazy. Um, my wife, she knows I do something in podcasting again, not sure. She, <laughs> she doesn't know exactly what I do, but she knows we do something in podcasting. So she asked me all the time. She's like, I've got a two hour drive today. What should I listen to? I'm like, Oh my gosh. I don't know because our interests are different. Right. I listen to a lot of business shows. I yeah, lot, I'm thinking Kevin's like recommending shows. like, Hey, listen to this three hour talk on, uh, accidental tech podcast where they talk about the Apple right. keyboards not working correctly. Right. And That's she's like, I listen wow, to this is what I love. What and are I, you doing, Kevin? <laughs> exactly. is, now it feels like a four hour drive. <laughs> right. And so it's hard to make recommendations every now and then I'll stumble upon a show that I'm like, Oh, my wife would love this or this friend would love this. And I'll, I'll tell them about it. But on those spur of the moment questions, it's hard, at least for me, it's been my experience. It's hard to make recommendations because podcasting is so personal and it's so niche niche. I can <laughs> say that word. I don't know how to say it. Gotta add, you gotta add the E. Niche. Um, Nietzsche. Yeah. So it's something to think about, especially <laughs> when you're reaching out to critics and journalists and saying, what do you think of my show? Oh my gosh. If you don't, gosh, you don't ask scary questions unless you want scary answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> that that show is going to appeal to that particular critic? Right. And, yeah. uh, the people you should be reaching out to, we talk about this sometimes in the marketing materials we put out. People you should be reaching out to are the people who are in your community who are probably not listening to podcasts yet. So if you are doing a coin collectors podcast, go into your coin collector forum and be like, hey, here we're talking about the uh, the wheat penny today. And like, this is an amazing penny. It's on this podcast. And those people are going to be able to give you good feedback like, oh, you totally blew it. You didn't mention this penny or something. What about the buffalo nickel? <laughs> <laughs> so you can get feed. That's the people you want the feedback from. Um, if you want feedback on how your mic sounds, then then you reach out to a podcasting person. Yeah, it's it's just it's an interesting conversation because I think the idea of like winning an award for something or getting some kind of validation of like the thing that I'm doing is worthwhile. It's very easy to look for it in like those more visible senses of like this podcast critic said my podcast was great. So therefore I feel great about it, but you're asking, you're not asking the right people. If your podcast is great, you yeah. need to be asking the ultimate the validation is a hundred people listening to your show saying this is good. That's the ultimate val That is such, so validating. You don't need someone who's going to listen to it one time say, I love your mic technique. It is so good. I'm so impressed. Well, and so one of my, I, don't, I haven't shared this with you guys yet. One of my uh -oh. favorite things about what we've done with Buzzcast so far is that we have never gotten an email from anyone saying, I love your mic technique. Yeah, this is going down. Somebody's writing it now. <laughs> if you love our mic technique, feel free to write us in. But we have consistently, since this went out, gotten emails asking Hey Priscilla, where is the Taylor Swift podcast? Because she was on here and we we're talking about it, and she said, "If ten people write in asking for this Taylor Swift podcast, I will make it." Yeah. And people wrote in saying, "Let's do this Taylor Swift podcast." So she's working on it. She's she's going to be uh, a woman of her word, and she's going to make it happen. Yeah, the update. I talked to her about it at lunch yesterday, and she actually has. I think she said three or four episodes recorded. Yeah, and now she's planning the launch. So, so this it's is a real thing. It's happening. And it's so in production. So what I love is that that 
that is a a snapshot of what is really cool when you create a podcast community, when you create, when you have a, a relationship with your audience, right? And whether a critic likes Buzzcast or not they has n- has no impact, no bearing on that that connection. So, um, so yeah, Taylor Swift brings us all together. That's the moral of the story. Very encouraging. All right, so here's the teaser that we teased, the teaser to the teaser. Um, we've kind of been dropping hints the last couple episodes and in different places in our content, but we are rolling out some new advanced podcast stats in the very near future. We are going to be releasing a video on our YouTube channel before the next Buzzcast episode comes out telling you how to get uh, early access to those advanced statistics. And so if you are interested in kind of unlocking that before we roll it out to everybody, um, then make sure you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, If you want to get it as quickly as possible, you can uh, click the notification bell so you get a little notification on your phone saying that the new video came out. And we'll show you how to magically turn your current Buzzsprout stats into our new advanced podcast stats, which we've been working really hard on. And we're really excited for you guys to start, start seeing them. Right. So rolling something like this out is a huge undertaking. And so uh, we are, we're not quite ready yet to be able to flip the switch for every single Buzzsprout account, but it is stable enough. And uh, the, the systems are getting to the point where we can start to let people in little by little. And so we thought it would be fun for people who like listen to this podcast or uh, follow us on YouTube to be able to to show them how they can get it first. And so like Travis said, just go to YouTube, search for Buzzsprout, subscribe, turn on the notification, and we're going to drop a video probably sometime in the next week or so, roughly showing you how you can enable this, this stuff in your Buzzsprout account today. And um, definitely, I mean, I imagine it would be at least another week plus after after we drop that video until we're going to be able to flip the switch on for everybody. So you'll get quite a quite a jump. Yeah, it's, it's a big it's a big update. So big you're going to see totally new charts and graphs and all sorts of data. And then when people say things like Spotify is the number one podcast app, you can go, well, let me show you all the apps that have ever listened to my podcast and you can go show them all of your data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I would tell you this too, that even though we're, we're just, you know, letting some people in early, it doesn't mean that you can't share the information. So if you um, log in and see the new stats and you're like, oh, I had no idea that this was our most, my most popular app, or this was my most popular country or city or whatever new data you find. If you want to screenshot that and share it on your social networks or help use it to build your show or promote your show or whatever, we're totally fine with yeah. all that. In fact, we would love it, especially if you tag us, we'll give you a thumbs up or a heart or whatever we can do to interact with it and help grow your audience. <laughs> we'll give you social media uh, confirmation. Social media love. Love, yes. <laughs> yeah. Validation. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, anything else, guys? Anything else before we before we wrap up? I don't know. We talked a lot, a bunch of stuff. I'm yeah, hoping I'm hoping good. we can in the future move past having to talk about Spotify every other episode. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I feel like our episodes like are going to drop down to 20 minutes. We're like Spotify <laughs> starts playing nice. The, we're like the ex-boyfriend that's like, I'm not, I don't think about her anymore. Definitely don't think about Spotify anymore. Okay, so anyway, look, here's what Spotify did again. Another bad thing, <laughs> like. Like, Spotify messaged me and said that they're they're, they're so sorry and they're going to change and everything's going to be different they're now. They're doing a pass-through now. It's going to be awesome. Oh, no. Now they're taking my data. Uh, anyways. Uh, well, that'll wrap it up for us for today. Uh, if you're not already a part of our Facebook group, make sure that you jump in there. We just crossed 5,000 people, which is amazing. It's, it's incredible to jump in there and see podcasters helping each other, answering each other's questions, offering advice. So if you're not there yet, make sure that you're there. 
And if there's something that you want us to cover on a future episode of Buzzcast, maybe something not Spotify related, if you're really nice, there's a link in the show notes and you could submit a question uh, for a topic and we can we could talk about it. Oh, yeah. And if you're new to the podcasting world, check out our How to Start a Podcasting Guide, which has just been completely revamped for 2020 with a bunch of amazing videos. Travis and Alvin worked really hard on those and they are a great resource if you're just starting out in the podcasting space. Yep. So I'll leave a link to that as well. But uh, thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Keep podcasting.